I'm sending wholeness and balance vibration to everyone, and, and I wanted to say uh, to the Resistance family that it is great to, to have you here. And um, we are kind of scrambling at this moment because there's so much that we wanted to present, and there's so much that was that needed to be done because what we're, what we're just doing is we're, we're deciphering some of the heaviest knowledge that's available here, and then we're tasked with the duty of taking that knowledge and making it accessible for people who may be victims of some levels of mind control and uh, may be even profane. But that is uh, exactly why we're here is to, because I don't believe the, the products of many things that are going on in this dimension, some of them are not directly uh, individuals' fault because of the lack of knowledge. And so what we're here to do today is we're here to quicken the individual to levels of knowledge and uh, we'll, get right, we'll get started right away. The first thing that I, I wanted to really talk about to set the presence for this show is it just so happens that in this dimension in particular that we're dealing with that there are uh, a lot of things that are being worshipped and called upon. And in that, it's necessary to have a very firm understanding of exactly what these individuals who chose to engage in such things are really doing. So I'm asking everyone again to, to bear with us and to, uh, to understand that we have a lot to reveal today. And the first thing that I want everyone to do is, uh, because this is an interactive show, in fact, the only way that it was going to be necessary to present this information is be interactive. And the reason was is uh, there's certain things that just can't be explained. You have to see the pictures of it. So first, let me do a quick sound check here. Son, uh, are you actually online? Are you, are, are you hearing me correctly? Yes, everything sounds good. In chat room, let us know if you, if you hear it okay. But yes, as far as we hear it, everything sounds good. Okay. Also realize, everyone should realize that here we have no uh, orthodox format that we're going by here. You may hear all sorts of stuff going on in the background. It may cut out. In, in fact, I actually needed to already get this, um, this particular show on recording so that people could come back and listen to it, but in clear, uh, very clearly because, of course, Blog Talk has uh, quality issues at times when uh, – when we're speaking through this way. So if everyone would, once again, hold on for just a second so that I can go ahead and uh, get this uh, soundtrack recorder started and so that we can allow the show to be available later on for those who don't like to listen to a lot of static and want to hear things very clearly. Okay, we are forward, and it looks like we are trained to go. Okay, so what this is about is this is about first addressing a few things. This show is a very key tool for individuals to use to escape the matrix. If any, for those that are members of the site, they know that I did a recording last night about to the point. And so in order to get to the point, meaning get back to totality, one has to understand what phases we've already gone through and how to traverse back through certain phases so that we can get to the point. So here we go. First of all, as far as the planets are concerned, there are a few planets, mainly one that is very influential in regards to time. And this planet is known as Saturn, also called Kronos, but originally called Zervan. So 
what I want, what I talked about before, uh, for those that have listened to the previous show, well, that I've talked about when going through a lot of the information and the ancient works and things like that nature, I noticed that there was some really large inconsistencies, almost as if someone had been traveling through time and changing certain things. And even the current reality, to me, started to have a feeling of that the truth in itself was being misrepresented, assimilated in itself, and we were being introduced to new versions of truth. And here's what I, I want to talk about truth in the trends of time. So how I normally do these interactive shows is I type all of what I need to say up, and then I start to talk or read what's here, and then I give a dissertation about what is written if it's necessary. So I will first say, first of all, I'm giving all, all of what we have as far as what we've been able to develop. For the direct facilitation, I give the direct responsibility to that into the hands of the Most High. Without the Most High as a focal point, nothing could be accomplished, especially of this nature. I also want to say they may be able to slow us down for a moment, but they cannot stop us. And that is the voice of the resistance. Today we experienced certain technical difficulties, no big deal, and in fact it gave us more time to get the show together. So I will say for the record that anybody that has seen the form or fashion anything against the resistance, it only shows the strength in the resistance. So we'll start from there. What we, what we have is a very rare situation. Enlightenment is upon us. My current position is to document the whole procedure thoroughly while I go through it myself. On this journey, I have uncovered many things. Many of those things have, been, have crossed beyond believable for the sleeper. However, if one is truly attempting to go beyond the matrix, they are doing their own research and take what I say only as more data that must be investigated. In that, many will find that what I speak of is beyond truth. It is reality. So I want to say that if you are looking for certain individuals to fail, there was a whole essence around things where that the resistance was expected to fail. The resistance is here. It's here to stay, and it's a part of not only this reality, but multiple realities. Even though knowing the, uh, the uh, new episodes of the V-series actually, actually uh, showed tonight. And so I will continue reading here. Truth is subject to the trends of time. They thought it was truth that no microscopic organisms exist. So much for that truth. It's not that it was a lie. It's just people did not know. So understand that this can happen at any moment when you're living in a reality that knowledge, especially that of a meaningful nature, has been suppressed. Here I show you a picture of Zervan. Because all these new names like Saturn and Kronos are all names that just recently uh, came in use because of their etymology and because of their numerical equivalency. However, the original name of this being was Zervan, and it's, a, it's from the Persian lore, the oldest Persian lore. Now, for those who understand the Orient and understand Persia, which is now India, should understand that they have kept extensive records and have been the heaviest involved in, has been some of the heaviest individuals involved in the evocation of various beings. China's symbol of the dragon is only meant to represent Venus. 
China has five pentagrams on their flag corresponding to Venus. China refers to their being as I, which is the same I we use, which is why it's called the all-seeing eye. They refer to this dragon being as I. They also refer to it as Qi, which is that Qi force that they talk about. So anyone examining the I Ching in the 64 hexagrams, which is 8 times 8, which is a chessboard, a cube, start to get it. So I want to start talking. I'm just going to read a little bit here because there's more, there's, there's more that's been in detail here. So I go on. I say, we have now embarked on one of the most complex but rewarding adventures ever. That is the understanding of time, whence it comes from, and how to control it. Many would say this feat is impossible as they lack the whole picture and many of the necessary tools to comprehend hyperspace and navigation out of the hypercube, also called the matrix. We invite you on this journey through inner space, traversing dimensions, and even uncovering those who have attempted to remain hidden in the space within faces. It is the time lords that I am speaking of, mainly their father. That is Father Time. Everyone knows that the name that's given to Saturn is Father Time. What you see here as you scroll down is you see one of the oldest depictions of Father Time. This is what we just termed the bearded god motif. This is your, your, your Gandalf from, the, uh, from uh, um, the, uh, the, the, the Lords of the Rings. This is your um, Dumbledore. This is your magicians that you see in the Harry Potter series with the white beard. This is sat, what's called Saturnalian motif, which is why Saturn, who is Sat, who is Satan, who is also Santa, that is why he wears the white beard. So if you scroll down a little further, you will see Saturn feasting on one of his children. Because in this particular mythology, what it discusses is that Saturn eventually consumes his children. So I go on, I say, Saturn has been known in mythology to eat his offspring. There are many metaphors behind this. On the surface, it is the fate of all those who worship sex. But from an equally more valuable perspective, Saturn consumes all things that are held in time eventually. All material planes that exist in time will eventually end. This is why it is of the greatest importance to understand how to free oneself of its concept and, of course, its involvement. Now, the creation of time itself creates the ideas of death and decay. So it's obvious that when one is staying in ideas of death and decay, that will eventually come about to themselves, whether they want to neglect it or not. This show is not about people who are in denial. If you look at an AA meeting, Illuminati or Alcohol Anonymous, what you'll see is, is that anyone that is in doubt is only at the first stage. You must begin to accept certain things so that you can maneuver yourself around it. Going on, we see a picture here of Saturn who castrates his father Uranus. Many people don't know the meaning behind that, but what the meaning behind that is is that because Uranus was producing certain kinds of beings, when his son Saturn went to challenge him, he removed his penis. And you find this story between Anu and Al when Anu bites off, uh, well, actually, Al bites off Anu's penis after he loses the, the, the battle of wrestling. 
so that he can no longer reproduce his offspring or spawn. Understand everything here is developed under the level of a fractal, meaning that just as there is a, a maybe a larger, grander being in the sky, there's also an actual human being and even an insect that corresponds to that same being. It is true, as above, so below, which are the words of Eliezer Crowley that were taken from Eliphaz Levi, who wrote the Doctrine and the Ritual of Occult Magic, two books, 22 in pairs. So Saturn castrates his father. So we'll go further. For those that tuned into our last show, we discussed Orana and its major Anunnaki connection along with its manipulation of linear time by the use of side real time. I have since discovered side real horoscope even. The greatest part of understanding mythology is first to observe it's out, first to observe it outside of mythology. It is difficult to perceive the construct of the cube while in it. However, when stepping out of it, then looking upon it, you begin, you become aware of the construct of it. So, it is very difficult for people to perceive what's even being discussed here when they're, they're so connected to the cube. There is a state of a denial that ensues when there's something mentioned that the person does not want to continue, I mean, does not want to quit. And this is because they are still inside of the cube in their thoughts. So a method has been developed for one to think outside of the cube, make something perfect, and then insert it back into the cube so that it manifests into a material plane. As I discussed in the last show about side real time, I actually discovered that certain individuals that actually carried the name An and Anna and Ananda in these type of names were actually using side real horoscopes to do predictions for their members, com uh, confirming that there is a such thing as side real time. Oranus, as you see below, the sigil you see on the right is the actual sigil uh, I actually pulled this from a banned occult uh, symbol book that's from 18-something of that nature. I believe it's uploaded in our library for all that, that, are, uh, that are just coming aboard. There is a library on the resistance now with, uh, I think it's at least 300 books in there, and most of those, a lot of those books are very difficult to get a hold of and will upgrade you to different levels of what's going on. But if you look at this sigil being used, as I say, Uranus, along with the corresponding symbol, Star Trek Enterprise, maybe? Because this was the exact layout of the ship on Star Trek Enterprise, but we will continue. A large part of mythology, especially of the Greek nature, are mere programs and modes that attempt to rule over people by the notion that what is being presented is true. In all actuality, is something something else's story that attempts to dominate us as humans by accepting these fables, such as the way of these malevolent gods. Earth has come off of an extreme level of being naive. There have been other beings masquerading around as our creators all throughout time. It never has stopped. And for one moment, because that's the only thing that we can be concerned about is now, the present, we have an opportunity to understand exactly what's going on, understand it, and then to turn from it. 
Now that the world has accepted much of the mythical reality and stories behind these deities, it is now necessary to walk people out of the illusion by hand. That can only be done by giving people a full understanding of the origins and similarities behind these reoccurring thought forms that have now manifested beyond thought into physical realm. What is contained here will take one to look at more than once to fully be able to interpret. But know there are keys here that can get you out of the matrix. One person cannot physically take another person out of the matrix. It must be their own mental choice. When it has been fully deemed that one has made that choice, what may have confused you before will make perfect sense. And I'll explain this a little. On the surface, people say all the time, I believe in that. I'm going to change. But everything about their actions shows edgewise. And even if, and when people are not watching them, or even when some people are watching, they show that in their actions. So thus, you're not fooling anyone but yourself because the higher levels of knowledge and intellect will never make sense. Certain faculties will never turn on as long as you're deceiving yourself. So it is of value to discuss the procession of certain things inside of time where things actually evolve in the Darwin way. Let it be clear, the universe does not work strictly by the guidelines of Darwinist evolution. However, do not be surprised if in a dimension of time when Darwinistic ideas are prevalent, there will be an evolution of certain species. Certain types of men have gotten far more intelligent. Now, let me show you the meaning of the word men. Its root is mind. Men means mind. That's why you have the word mental. So, in mental, meaning that the whole construct of all these worlds exists within minds, you're in someone's mind now. What happens is, is that in these minds, they started to evolve. There are certain men that walked the earth that had no knowledge whatsoever and were barbarians. Now they're heading up the finest universities. So it's about time for individuals that are playing the race war to cut it out so that we can learn from each other. Learning does not equal action. You can learn something and decipher it and determine whether it's for you or not. When you take action, that means that you have decided that it's for you. The human is constantly evolving now. This is happening so much that we are actually about to evolve out of the body, out of physicality. The matrix, uh, the, the, the matrix uh, uh, underground, but in the distance, has almost 2,000 members, and this means we have almost 2,000 eyes in different houses. People contact the resistance when they experience something abnormal, and there are people that are literally coming out of their body and getting stuck between walls and have no reason to lie about it and are actually scared about it. They don't really want the ability. While we have a whole other faction that is actually trying to activate these abilities, and we all meet each other in the center. I've been through both of these stages. So, as I will repeat again, the human is constantly evolving now. This is happening so much that we are actually about to evolve out of the body. We went in a hundred years from buggy and carriage to hyperspace.
or interstellar space, meaning that we've actually sent vehicles into other planetary systems from what we know at least within the last 100 years. We know it's been done before. We know it's been done uh, at other segments of time and in other realities. But let's just take this one here. 100 years ago, it was the horse and buggy, and now here we are sending probes. We'll go further. I will show you several reasons why through this volume people need to begin to wake up and pay attention to what's happening right now. I don't care about what happened yesterday. I don't even care about what's happening tomorrow. As they always say in, the, in some of these scriptures, that tomorrow's not promised, you have no idea what that really means. What it means is your control of tomorrow is not promised. And they fulfill that because people have no control at this point. And to gain that control, you must first admit you have no control. You have to first admit that, hey, maybe I don't know it all. Maybe someone is bringing the level of information. I have to pursue this just as much as you would need to because I have a concern with memory loss and death. Life has absolutely no meaning if you forget everything that happened during that life and get looped around in the board and read or ray and get repeated here again. So all these people that keep flirting with the demigod in the dimensions that are lower, keep it up and see what happens. I said, let us first look at a thought or thought form. Know that the English word thought is for the affinity with thought. People say the silliest things. They say it's a thought, but it doesn't really exist. Immediately they disarm their power because whether they know it or not, what you think manifests into existence. It may not be dense enough to appear on this material plane, but it is on the way depending upon the strength of the thought. Why do you think they air movies like 2012 before 2012? The consciousness of man and woman are being guided like a carrot in front of a rabbit. They show us certain things, get us to think about it heavily, then use millions of minds like the hive mind SETI to gain it, to, to give it just enough strength to manifest physically. Meaning that the feat of actually making something physical, physically appear into this dimension like poof, takes a lot of mind. And a lot of the original beings were definitely capable of doing this. But as the being began to get deluded and individuals got selfish with knowledge and there was a mixing and a confusion of tongues and all these things. After a while, it was virtually impossible for current, for current man. But then there was another idea, which from my understanding was transmitted from Enochian pan-dimensional gods, which was to hook everyone into a hive mind and to use their mind, and then that would create enough strength to do what they needed to do because they didn't even have the power to do it themselves. They are vengeful. There is a V in vendetta. There is something that took place here during World War II that they're seeking to undo because of the outcome of that war, where the Axis lost. Now the Axis are coming back and convincing everyone that they won. All this propaganda and disinformation and information now that we took the scientists from Nazi Germany. Do you know there was a lot of those Jewish scientists that were being held without their own consent in that gunpoint so they would produce anything that, that the, the Fuhrer was telling them to produce? And when they had a, the chance to get the hell up out of there, they caught up out of there. But now, 
We have neo-Nazi movements because America did create itself. The United States created itself as a sanction for anyone. There was no particular religion that you had to take, although Christianity was prevalent, but they gave you the opportunity to do whatever you want. And in that, some people took advantage of it. But if you're operating a world like a Fortune 500 company, things like this happen. United States is number one on the Fortune 500 company. For anyone that's seen the videos on Circo, meaning a circle, and their, their, uh, their symbol is a, a portal or a hole that you get dropped through, it's the largest company in the world. Now, how is it that we don't know about the largest company in the world, but we know about the richest man in the world? What have they been hiding? Let's go further. I go on and say, why do you think they air movies? Okay, I said that already. Our minds, our minds have been even been used to attack other systems that the thinker, Hive Mind or SETI, have no clue about. If you are a Star Wars fan and you watch Star Wars take a death cruiser to some strange named planet, the energy of the mind of the viewers is being used to not only make that happen, but to further the outcome of what will take place once the encounter incurs. And I'll talk about how I came upon this information. What I've been doing for the last two days is extensively looking at Euclidean space, meaning the comprehension of space through geometry. And what I've noticed was once you do that, you take your mind out of its shape of a, a pentagram, which is also square, but I'll, I'll have to show you that later on in this document. It takes your mind out of that shape and, and puts it into a multidimensional shape, meaning you get more faculties to think about. You're not operating on 5% of your brain. You're operating on a multi-dimensional brain. And in that, it opens up all sorts of channels, literally. And across one of those channels, because you definitely have to filter everything that's coming across, it explains one simple thing, that when you see these movies that are constructed and you see them going to these strange planets and with these beings and the Navi and they want to take their tree and they want to bomb everything and they want to bring dragons, Earth becomes like a battleship within itself. It is one, as they talk about Nibiru being a warship. Earth is a warship. We are traveling through the galactic. Whether it's organic or not, we'll just call it a ship. We are going across the Milky Way on something, and we're all on board together. And that's why we all each have an equal say in what's happening here. But it is important to understand that there is one part of this that's taking place, and that when they use these people's minds that are here to bring things about in other galactic systems that they're tampering with, and they're killing other types of beings and races that we're all finding interesting, something is happening. It's not just TV. The eye of Ra, six portions and measurements of the eye. That is why the hexagon is used as the number one communication device because it's able to feed all six faces of your physical eye. And when you do the study on the cathode ray tube, you'll understand the, 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 the geometry being used with the cathode ray tube and has now, uh, who knows, it, 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 it's a whole different thing going on with the high definition. As they say, it's in your DNA or they say it's in ours. So here, here we go. It says, do you actually think radio signals are only affecting people physically through elk waves? 
Everyone's about the elbow way. Well, it's hurting us and it's harming us. It's our physical. Let me show you. It's your mental. The ideas passing right through your aura. Radio waves pass right through things that are physical and parts of the person, that said parts of it are becoming cohesive to the aura, thus sending a passive synopsis to the brain to process the thought, which in many cases is completely foreign to the actual person doing the thinking. Have you ever had a thought and then asked yourself why you thought that way? Some dark thought just comes into your mind about something. Then you have to catch it and you're like, man, that's not even me. You're right. So let it be clear, whether thought, form, or physical, it is alive and kicking. The matter at hand is certain very nasty thought forms are actually on the brink of manifesting in this dimension because there are large groups of humans sending them energy so they can complete their final manifestation in the third dimension or what's called physicality. What I'm discussing here is that there are groups of individuals like these Christians that don't know what the hell they're talking about anymore. I thought Jesus' name was supposed to be Emmanuel. We're still back at that. There's so many inconsistencies, it's worthless to even get involved. Don't think, I don't think the God, if that is the true God in that Bible, I don't think he'd be pissed off if a person walked away. At this point, it's so contaminated. All the origins of it have been erased. So we now must take up the cloth, as they say, and become that, not look to it. Their image is a crucified Christ, not a risen one. He's on the cross, not off the cross. You get it? So, as I'll say again, let it be clear. Whether physically, the, the, I said, let it be clear. Whether thought form or physical, it is alive and kicking. The matter at hand is certain very nasty thought forms are actually on the brink of manifesting in this dimension because there are large groups of humans sending them energy so they can complete their final manifestation in the third dimension or what we call physicality. Because the construct of a world is if you forfeit in any world your chance to go higher, you go lower. After a certain point, when gravity starts to take effect, you cannot actually go higher anymore. And that's why this commandment exists, ye shall not ascend. So then what happens in this case is, as, as thought continues to go forward, certain beings have realized that they can allow other people to put energy into them so that they can live again. But this energy must be converted in a certain type of way. Going on. Many beings that come here keep a gaseous ghost-like body or shadow because they cannot put on a physical body anymore. However, if they actually get enough power, they can physically manifest as a solid for a moment. And this is why those that have been practicing dark rituals and things, sometimes even from the recordings, have seen Baphomet appear. Then he disappears after a while. If they have total energy, they can hold their form. There is a specific time this can actually be done. When the stars align, the portals open, there will be a great going and coming. If you be of the number that are going, here you will find the maps. How do you expect to travel with no maps? You place the map within your mind, and from that, it's like the Montauk chair. You think where you're going. If you be of those that are staying, you will find power to withstand. Understand, some of us, many of us are still balancing out here from things that happened lifetimes ago. 
And so there's people that need to be pulled out of the matrix. There's all that stuff going on. There's nasty beings on the way. Some of us are more like warriors. Some of us are going to be catted out of the dimension because there's no reason to be here any longer. You've done your work. Some people just can't handle the scenario. And even people that can't handle it will be here too if they haven't made the right decision. So there will be a lot of going and coming. This next picture, very important. This is actually in a very, very old uh, uh, carving of Uranus. Here's Uranus and the Earth called Ben Gaia. Notice the color of the clay. Those that have eyes can see what is clearly being depicted here. Uranus is the father of Saturn, let us not forget. So let, let's put some pieces together here. To do that, you will have to understand something very major to your growth. In the human species, when you look at your mother, now we'll repeat this again. In the human species, when you look at your mother and father, then their mother and father, as you keep going back, you will have less and less people until you get to the original people, the original mother and father. That's common sense. But again, common sense is not common. It was only three nights ago that I actually had the visualization of the depth of that to understand that the humanoid race in itself will eventually get back to an original mother and father at some point. Now, the one they're saying is the original mother and father may be a little bit different, Father Abraham, but the real essence of what's going on here is that there had to be an original. We eventually go back up a pyramid. So again, they eventually you get to the androgynous archetype, which is undivided and non-physical. The moment you fully assemble the masculine with the feminine, it blinks this frequency. This frequency cannot handle it. And this has been generally taken very far out of context by profane occult networks that teach their initiates to get involved in transsexual types of uh, 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 things of a transsexual nature in order to unlock Hermes. It's all false. This also works for other species. There is an original reptile, king, queen, brood, whatever. And since nothing really dies, you can see how if you have the knowledge of a few basic things, you can become infinitely connected to at least limitless information. And because information is everything, you have connected to everything. If you know how to tune into the frequency or the correct image of the keeper of the knowledge that you seek, And again, I personally, I said I personally set my image on limitless because most people go, should I tune into the reptilian queen? No, silly. <laughs> I personally set the image to limitless and I cannot explain to you how that looks. That's like you have a bandwidth button and you can control how much you get and you just turn it all the way to high and you leave it from there. So in the event that there is a connection of species, meaning original archetypes fuse themselves or fuse with each other, there is a cohabitation of thought, and thus you get the hybrid. There is a general design chosen for, for those that have achieved just about the same combination. This design holds them in place by frequency as they all contain something within each. They all contain something within each other that allows them to resonate with one another. It is apparent at this point that there exists what you could call an infinite amount of frequencies, each supporting life as life is constantly being created. We will talk about Earth 3D because that is what is relevant right now. 
So when you see the human body, you are seeing the, the product of certain organs that are in all of our bodies that are allowing us to vibrate pretty much at the same frequency. And that's how we perceive each other as a head, two arms, and two legs because you're on a dimension, as I will show you in a moment, that it's whole, all of the patterns that exist here are of the pentagram. And until one understands that and understands how to take their mind and body out of that shape, then they will remain in it. And because there are so many greater shapes above that one, it means that those shapes are allowed to master over the five-dimensional shape. And that's what's happening with people and how they're getting assimilated in their minds, how they're being directed here and there and how they can't stand firm. It's because what's doing that is operating on a higher level of intelligence and then it's doing it to being that it's making sure that it stays on a very low level of intelligence, using the six to program a five, no problem. First, I will have to show you how we are in a cube. So there is no doubt that one may be in the cube because there's a lot of people, oh, I'm not in the matrix, I'm outside the matrix. You're not outside the matrix until you actually are suspended in space and figuring out how you're going to get to the next white dot that you see out there. This does not mean that you cannot go in and out of the cube. The elite do it all the time. Because one can create anything outside of the cube in thought and then bring it inside of the cube to manifest even instantly, depending upon what it is and the strength of mind put behind it, this knowledge is of the highest guarded and kept secret. And tonight we will talk about that secret. I will make it even more clear. If you know what you're doing but a beginner, you can only bring maybe a couple of sheets of paper through portals. But if you are an adept, you can bring large objects or even what we call big ideas. Again, it is the fact that there are rules in place and playing around in the cube has led to untold terrors for many, as some imagine everything they learn to be a road to riches. All those that have touched the pentagram, using it to make themselves prosperous, you can see it in their eyes. The deepest works are not full of enough warnings of manifesting your passions with geomantric power. There is always something that goes wrong. Instead of power itself, which mostly remains passive, it can be used for experience. Many high beings never get involved. They only watch. This is why the symbol of the eye is so important in spiritual lore. The gods also have a desire for reality shows. Now we're on to finding the lost cubit of the hypercube or the room that actually has an exit. But before we do that, we're going to take a short break because I'm going to need to get myself together and um, get ready to continue to transmit this level of high knowledge because it does put a strain on the thought. It, because it's just like you're working out, but you're working your brain out. In all actuality, it's your aura because your physical brain is not where all your information is kept, only some of it. It's like a hard drive. You can use it as such. So comprehension of this level of knowledge actually works on your aura and works it out. Sometimes the aura gets a little tired and says, hey, I've had enough for right now. Let me tune back into this later. But understand this, the resistance is always going to stay one step ahead. Everything that we produce here is always going to be one step ahead. 
So with that, we're going to take a short break so that I can uh, get some things together again for myself. And uh, after that, we will continue with Around the Throne. And in between this time, I'm going to have Son go ahead and play some music. We are going to take some uh, calls. Once I figure out exactly how much time is left in the show, uh, because we only scheduled an hour and a half today, and uh, so that's what we'll do right now. Okay, we are forward, and let's go. Around the throne. The reason why I named this picture that, now this is one of the most complex geometric shapes, period. There's no, there's, there's of course a limit here because it still is a shape, but man, it would take a long time to exhaust all the possibilities inside of the shape. And the reason why I copied it here is because it looks exactly to me like that picture that is sometimes depicted with all of these angels around the throne. So we'll go around the throne. I talked before about how I feel somehow everything is off like one digit. I simply had that feeling, but now I can prove it. I will show how the masses have been taken advantage of because of their misunderstanding of the difference between a dimension and what we call a simplex. This has also led to question. A, this has also led me to question a great deal about just how many people are in the know, possibly much more than we believe. There is a constant flaw that plagues those that know about the mystery of time. If, ev if everyone finds out, it will be the end of time, thus the end of their power, the end of gravity, and we will soar into space as wild birds let out of a small cage. Here. I will show you a video of the Time Lords. I believe that son is that video actually inserted there because I'm, I'm using the Matrix. I'm not using the Matrix Underground. I'm actually using the Resistance to view this post because yeah. of uh, I need to scroll. It's directly under the. Okay. Uh, okay. I see. I see it here. Okay. So we're going to take a moment for everyone to view this video of the Time Lords. But what has taken place before this clip is the Time Lord himself has been told that the end of time is going to take place in a prophecy. He's been told this. And this is his reaction to this information. We'll go ahead and put everyone on pause. Uh, we'll put the show on pause for a moment and allow you to go ahead and view that. And, uh, and then we'll come back in one minute. Obviously, someone got fried for the suggestion. It's absolutely not in the interest of the Time Lords to end time. It's such a good thing that it's not up to the Time Lords. Here you will see a shape called a pentacoron. This shape in particular, which actually looks like a triangle to most people, is actually a pentagram. It's a building block that's used to construct this matrix. Because of how we view things, it looks more like what's on the right of the diagram. I need to start naming these, but the diagram that's below with uh, four particular images, the one in the top right corner, is how we would see it from this dimension as a cube. Also why the X is so powerful and popular. So this is the Pentacoron. So what I have here is a link to Wikipedia and the Pentacoron so that people can start becoming familiar with what exactly is taking place, and they'll have their own research available so that they can determine uh, what they want to uh, understand and what they want to take as true. I will allow everyone a moment to load that page. 
Okay. So what's important to see here is in the beginning of this, um, in, on the wiki, it says, in geometry, the pentachrom is a four-dimensional object bounded by five tetrahedral cells. It is also known as the five-cell pentatope or pentatope or the hyperpyramid. It is a four-simplex. That's the only thing that I want you to know at this point. It is a four-simplex. I'm going to explain what all this means. In looking for, oh, I'm reading here, in looking for the four simplex, I discovered four is five, five is six, six is seven, etc. when you're looking for shapes to perceive dimensions while still in third dimension. They don't appear like you would actually think, or actually the word is automatically. How you would automatically think, it doesn't, how it should appear, that's not correct how you automatically think. Basically, the concept that a five-pointed star leads to fifth dimension and a six-pointed star leads to sixth dimension, etc., is all wrong. This has been caused because few that are practicing sacred geometry have to accompany them an in-depth understanding of hypermathematics or firm grounding in Euclidean space. Let's just say most have taken a crash course. <laughs> Thus, when using geometry as assigned by the Merkaba movement, most experience little if no result. This is because the mind is trying to manifest something that the shape is simply not designed for. This is no different than trying to get one of the four elementals to do something that is not in their particular range of influence. Fire does not operate well in water. This is why I was looking for the four simplex. About three months ago, I noticed something very strange while looking through the mapping of dimensions on Wikipedia. Fourth dimension seemed well and intact, with the only thing left to examine and visualize being the tesseract. I have, I have, all, I have, I have already, uh, I got a typo here, I have all, I've already done a lot of the previous study on the tesseract and its, and its ability to bring things into the third dimension through visualization. I have another video here of an uh, actual, uh, uh, I think this is The Hypercube, which is a movie, but very uh, graphic and horrible. But uh, here's one particular scene that's very interesting, and I'll allow everyone to uh, take a moment to play that scene. And, and actually, we'll also go on a, a slight uh, music break. If you want, if you want to uh, put them on a the music break so they can uh, listen to the. Okay, I, I know that didn't give people enough time to watch the video. I'm actually watching the video myself, so I, I know how many how much time it takes to watch this video. Um, I'll just explain what's really happening here. Uh, there's there's a discussion going on between this particular gentleman who has now been found out to be involved in constructing the cube that everyone stuck in in this particular movie. And it later on goes where an old lady that is supposed to be completely out of her mind all of a sudden begins to discuss a tesseract and its ability to traverse, and it being the actual device that's used to create multiple realities. So I go on and I said, it was, it was when I got to the fifth dimension, things started getting weird. Now, I'm fully aware that there's individuals that are on the line that actually have calls now. I'm going to take those calls, but probably within the last 15 minutes of the show, which are 10 minutes of the show, actually, which some will notify me of. But it's very, it's a value that I do explain what is going on here because even if a person comes back and read it, they may lose it at a certain point. 
So I go for it, and I say it first started when I got to the fifth dimension, and then when I was looking at the fifth dimension, I started it started getting weird. First of all, the group called the fifth dimension, which was a '70s band. If you notice how they're dressed, we wouldn't know about that then. Like then, in back in the 1971, nobody even knew about the black and white and what it was really about, except for everyone that was initiated. And so, as you see, mm -hmm. looks Masonic, Bell, the son of God or Jehovah. 60-60, okay? Again, the age of Aquarius, the fifth dimension, talisman around, and a gentleman, geez, I guess if I shave a little bit, maybe I can duplicate this guy, but he's clearly got his hocus-pocus hands up and something's up. But I just wanted to throw that in as a sidebar. Here it is on the fifth dimension. Once again, there's a link here for you to open up the fifth dimensional space in Wikipedia, and this is where it starts to get very interesting. Because it's one thing, if seven's over here talking about the five is the six, and six is the seven, and the seven is the eight, and everyone's like, man, seven's crazy, man. He, how's he, that, that, how did work, how can he prove this? I'm not, I don't have to prove it. Truth doesn't need to prove itself. It's all just the truth. Look at it. Right here, five dimensional space, your five simplex, if you scroll down in the, into, uh, Wikipedia, you scroll down into, uh, they don't have figure numbers either, I guess I shouldn't be mad at myself, into the polytopes, You'll see there's six pictures there, but one on the bottom left says five simplex. Now, it's so crafty how they are, because of course Wikipedia is in the loop. Of course, that owl symbol, if you go to Wikipedia and you see their logo is an owl. When you turn this, <laughs> when you turn this a little bit and face it up right, it's a star David. But when you look at it just as it is right now, it's kind of confusing. You don't even, you can't even tell really that it's a hexagon. This is the trick that's played with the eyes. But if you turn it up, you see the star of David. So how is a six-pointed star a five simplex is the question. Now, again, everyone is not going to understand this right away, but these images alone will begin to spark the ideas that are necessary to allow the, the brain to start to click a lot faster and to figure out what's exactly going on. So here it is, the five simplex. I said, I wanted to know why the five simplex was actually a tetrahedron, also called the star David, even the cube itself. You will have to click on the link above to see this. This is of importance because this will be, for many, the first time they know anything about simplexes and what they are. The only way that, the only way that this can be explained is that when you are on third dimension, and you need to perceive the design of another dimension, you have to add one space if you're going to draw it out and look at it. Thus, this star corresponds, thus this star, this, this, this actual uh, 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 hexagram here, it corresponds to fifth dimension. Those that know nothing about this, just count the points and say this, this is a six-pointed star and it leads to sixth dimension. Points and dimensions are basically are two totally different things, just so we are clear. I'll say that one more time. Points and dimensions are two totally different things. I'll prove it even more. Here I have an excerpt of the, corpus, the, the Cortez's Irish Corpus of Astronomy from 1912. Going over this <laughs> on the throne, the bathroom. And I, it, you know, common sense, as I say, your common sense once again pays me a visit. Saturday is the seventh day, not the sixth, meaning Saturn corresponds to the number seven. 
If you think about it, Sunday is the first day of the week, and if you count down to Saturday, you get seven. There has been now countless mistakes everywhere relating the number six to the planet Saturn. I may have even made this mistake in the past. It's simply false. So understand this. If you happen to make and omit one thing, sometimes it's just necessary that you come back and say, hey, <laughs> the number of Saturn is not six, it's actually seven. Let me just correct that because that's my first time actually thinking about it. But here it is documented in two in this particular picture concerning the properties of the planet which is called Saturnus. The, plant, the place of this planet is the seventh sphere, which is called the seventh heaven. Now, I'm sure that was a TV show. And according to the natural order, it is called the first planet. Its property is to be cold and dry, melancholy, earth, earthly, masculine, and diurnal. I won't go on to reading the rest because you get the point. I go on. Here is the sixth dimension. Again, another Wikipedia link. You can open up that page. Scroll down, you'll see a sixth simplex is what we've been calling a seven-pointed star. Now, this star is the most illustrious and highlighted stars of the occult world right now because in the center you see the pattern assigned to the AA Illuminati made popularly known by Elias de Crowley, confirmed Saturnalian Psychonauts or Time Lords. The Psychonauts were Time Lords. They were breaking a code to run around time. Their main objective was to affect the outcome of World War II. This star inverted is said to be the star of Satan. When this seven-pointed star is turned upside down in all of the ancient works of the occult, it is said to be the star of Satan. The stars are where many start. Until they know the knowledge of such things, they are asleep from the standpoint of being effective. I'll repeat that again because this word is somewhat different. The stars are where many start. Until they know the knowledge of such things, they are asleep from the standpoint of ineffective. Other things are controlling unaware people, which is why you must wake up. In common quality works, this star is placed upright to fool. But in the darkest works of other Saturnalians, far more powerful than Crawley, it is found inverted. In addition, Crowley, in his more lascivious, bestial writings, also makes a point to invert this elven star. With the knowledge of this, you know now, you now, you now know who's on seventh dimension and why they reign over such, uh, Satanists as such. Now, as you go to the seventh dimension, Wikipedia link, and you open it up and you scroll down, you see seven simplex which is what they call the eight-pointed star, incorrectly. This is the Maltese cross. This is why there's so many movies that you, when you see the actor or actress being initiated, they drop into an octagon. This is seven simplex. The Maltese cross, I, I will stop here because the whole point in showing this is about the four simplex. I can go all the way to the 12th. 14th, 15th dimension and keep explaining to you what's going on here, but we don't have time. Like I said, when trying to comprehend all this on a third dimension, it gets much more complex than a 3D mind can handle, which is why people have very narrow answers to why the elite are in power and why they have these abilities if they're so evil. Because the common concept is an evil person can have no abilities and power over the good people, blah, blah, blah. 
It's all about what you do. You can have power over this wicked one, but you have to understand the, raw, the, the rules of this matrix and how to break them. It's constructed and built a certain type of way, just like a house has a certain type of format that has been proven to be the strongest. It's done that way so it doesn't break down. Here on this dimension, there are building blocks. When that pentagram is folded back up, it turns into one. I say this is why you see all these five-pointed stars on this dimension. It is indeed the symbol of the third dimension. It's folded upon itself, and it creates a 3D building block called the cube. If those that have been pursuing magic meant to believe that they can get out of the matrix of illusion by using the pentagram symbol, that is everything but true. I mean everything because it can bring about every possibility on this plane except for getting out of it. Those who have used it have only fallen into deeper rooms of the cube, especially when they turn it upside down. There is a chance that the upright star stands for a perfect planet like Earth. When it was first created in harmony, when all things were spoken on one, one language and one thought, etc. But it's obvious that phase is over. In addition, it still corresponds to this level of existence which is highly flawed and unbalanced. There's only five, five points, it's not even. Through the understanding of such things, one can unchain themselves from the pentagram, the cube, the matrix, or earth. Again, earth as a female being chose Uranus at some point to deny this will get us nowhere. Now we must uncover what has been done and learn the example. If there is, learn from examples. Now, if there is anything that our elders have done in messing with magical things, it has been to show us which of them should, should and should not be used. I can completely understand about the curiosity of want, but some things you only get one chance to do. Jump into a volcano and see what I mean. I will turn once more to the esoteric side of, thing, of this, and is comprehending dimension is very heavy on the mind, but great exercise. Keep in mind, if you do not understand this, that's great. It's like something for the mind to get strong enough to lift. This should not be confused with the boring, long, meaningless hours of college and government curriculum from compartmentalization. This is worth the research as it puts you in the know. It should be obvious also from all of this to truly comprehend the character of people that have been assimilated by these geometric programs is that they each contain a shape or idealism, thus the birth of the Enneagram or the nine phases of corporeal life. Nine is the last number on third dimension as all higher numbers are simply the combination of zero through nine. To comprehend that is to step out of the cycles of time and the cause of geometry that turn it because you now know the limits of it. This bursts the ability to think different because you can avoid the molds and constructs of this square. Notice it is the most peculiar individuals that attract the most attention. This accomplishes enlightenment. I will now take this moment to take questions and to take uh, those that are in the chat room that have questions and those that are on the line. So how much time do we actually have left while we're still in? We're at, we're at uh, 20 minutes even. Okay, excellent. So uh, let's, let's bring somebody in. I got through that a lot more faster than I thought. There will, of course, be a part two to this because I think I'm going to have to prove to people several times that four is five, five is six, and six is seven. But it's obviously something is going on because everything that they give people to practice doesn't work the way they say it does. And when you look into this and you do the examination on it and you start talking to individuals that, first of all, if you know anyone that knows about this, they're in the know. 
When you see what's been put on Wikipedia and you look at how they're mapping this out and how they're drawing these geometric states and how they're catting these lines out perfectly, they know what's going on. They're just counting on it that you don't. Or maybe they are counting on it that you do. Because what we talked about last night on, on the resistance, I did a recording explaining to people how evil needs good. But good has no need for evil. Anytime something is split up, one is always greater than the other. Think about it. Let's take those calls, uh, son, if we can. All right. Well, anybody on the uh, on the line, if you if you have a question, area code two one six six one nine, just uh, put your uh, put your hand up with uh, pressing one. But we did have a question from the chat room, and I'm pretty sure you know this individual, Skaven. So the question is, what what's your opinion of how many initial races that existed? For example, the movie The Knowing showed four keepers' knowledge taken to the new reality. So okay, but let's, let's make it clear. I, I definitely have no problem with Skaven. It's just when people uh, do certain things, they need to understand their, the consequences of it. But to tell you the truth, when we talk about the root races, again, you probably should probably look at it as a, as a, uh, a triangle because you would have the original and then from that, it was split. Like, if you notice where the Bible begins, there's a splitting of, of people into two. And then from that, offspring is being born. But here is the thing that has to also be calculated that becomes so difficult for a lot, to, a lot of people to comprehend is that just as the human race started at a certain point, or as, a, as, a, as, a, and as an actual race, there's other beings that also started at a certain point. And when you have the richest kind of beings, meaning you have the actual pure blood, they can actually mate with other beings and produce offspring, but it's only when the, the bloodline gets diluted that they, they can no longer really produce, produce offspring. So it wasn't a problem for Aranis to have uh, offspring with Gaia, but later on, and, and, and later on uh, uh, a lot of the mentalities of certain races increased, but a lot of them also decreased. Because when there's improper mixing, as you'll see when there's inbreeding, there's a lot of times there's a, a, a imbalance in thought, et cetera. And as I talked about in this uh, in the particular show, in this particular show today, a lot of men have gotten a lot smarter than they actually used to be. So the tribe man that was in the in the tribe and jumping around the fire is now you know calculating. Uh, um, things in working on this calculus degree and things of this nature, meaning that man is continuing to evolve. Where the original started, you know, of course, Levatsky's theory is seven root races, but this always starts once again getting into the division. Now, I do have certain things that I'm, again, going to talk about when we continue the next show, and what because what I found evidence of is that Earth in, in itself, or this matrix, let's just put it like that, the matrix because it is a fractal, actually contains every single planetary system inside of our matrix, meaning that when certain people are born, what I'm starting to discover, like if a person's born in Russia, they may be infused automatically with essence from Orion, and that is running through their blood. And then when that person goes and infuses himself with some Martian or someone who has that type of uh, a correspondence from the star system, then that also takes, then that, uh, that starts to uh, affect them also and change their thinking. But one thing that is for sure that we should examine is that we all arrived here on this particular plane. And one thing, I, when I went through the sun, 
as I talked about in the recording, through the because the sun is a stargate, it's actually a cube, and it, it spins so fast that it creates the appearance of an orb. But what I actually uh, saw was, actually, it was really more what you felt. You didn't really see anything. A feeling is far more superior than thought. I learned that there. But what I felt was loneliness. If you're traveling out that far by yourself, it's really, you know everything's on the other side of the sun. Like all your, mem all your memories from the level of you being able to interact with them, your family members and things like that, they're on the other side of the sun. True enough, you've, you've accomplished a great feat in the, in the minds of men, which is to, to travel into the hyperspace. And I'm sure that you can teleport from there into the stars that I was seeing in the distance. But the fact of the matter was you don't really want to do it alone. What, who better to travel with than individuals that have actually been born or created or conceived or whatever you want to call it on the same planetary system as you? And so it furthers the concept more that we do all need each other on this. And that's why, you know, we're tasked with the ability right now to be able to bring everyone into higher levels of knowledge. I don't care your skin color and things like that, and that's why we stay on the resistance. We're only concerned with the color of your aura. But I will tell you, ideas like democracy and things like that, those are all ideas and concepts. If you go to David Icke's site, you might even see a post about the Budweiser girls. When you come to the resistance, you don't see things like that because we remove it. So anyone that thinks that we, because we're, we're practicing some type of totalitarian mind state because we remove something that we know is not going to get people further, oh well, that's just how, that's just how it has to work. And we're going by guidelines that are, that are a lot more uh, rigorous than uh, the, the last camps that sometimes exist. Let me, Go ahead, let me add into that. We have um, 14 minutes left, and I wanted to just say for those that are um, on, on Matrix Underground, you see the, the, the last videos at the bottom. I wanted to interject this. Oh, yeah, um, I forgot about those. It's uh, Will Ferrell. It's Will Ferrell. He's, got, um, he's in the um, land of the lost, and he's traveling in, in time. So I wanted you to see he's got this, um, he's got this blood... It's a big mosquito on them, so you know they're all dinosaurs, so it's this big mosquito. And all of his friends that are with him are, are, just, are just watching him getting this blood sucked from him. So what I wanted to let you know is something like this. All right, so you'll see below all of these um, posts, the last post, um, I posted something on, on Erica Badu. Well, all right, so this is, this is how I put it to you. Before, before going to Erica Badu's site, you know, I enjoy the music. I still enjoy music. But now seeing this 333 thing and then looking at her, her website, she's got, like, a lot of um, jokes and, like, clowning and, you know, joking. She said Lady Gaga's a genius. She's got a lot of joking. But after I left, I felt this drain. Now, this, this drain that I felt is similar to, like, Will Ferrell in this video. He passes out. He passes out, smashes the blood. The blood. So this is, this is the same thing that... Uh, this is the same thing that's happening to 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 me. Um, I felt this blood, but I didn't know what was going on. And their friends are sitting around you, and they're laughing. So th this is what Seven is mentioning as far as uh, when you have somebody that's out there that you you would you would like them to reach back out to you because it's just like uh, my mom always told me when you're in a scary movie, <laughs> never never split up. So. Um, that's basically what I, I wanted to interject on this. Uh, seven's got to call back in, but that's that's definitely what I wanted to interject on the um, the idea of the blood suckers because they they do suck your blood and and I've had it happen to me. I'm pretty sure you've had it happen to you. But it's just like when you have something on your teeth or on, on in your on your face or something like that, and you and you're talking to somebody and then you walk away 
And then you go look in the mirror and you're like, wow, they didn't even tell me that I had this on my face, you know, so or on my teeth. You know, when it's just a, 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 a comment, you know, hey, brother, sister, can you, you, you want to wipe that off? Instead, they just want to let you sit and walk around looking like an idiot. So that's what happened to Will, and he ended up passing out. He woke up the next morning with this, you know how you get a mosquito bump? Well, he's got this big patch on his back. It's just awful, but they were looking at him in shock, and it's just, okay, so you get the point on that. This is, we definitely need others, and um, I'm going to bring Seven back in so we can uh, close out with 11 minutes. Seven. Okay, yeah, I got disconnected. I, we're got, we're, uh, the reason we'll save the world on the 56K modem just in order to get legendary it's on you know, connection. Yeah, sometimes our connection here is very bad, but we're definitely getting that uh, the transmission through. And as I said before, this this whole conversation is, is being recorded, so you can find clear copies available on the site www.resistance2010.com. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, a couple more things before we go ahead and close out here. We still have some time, or maybe we don't. Yeah, we have eleven that's, minutes. Eleven minutes. Uh-huh. Well, well, I'm saying, you know, that out with time. Oh well, we have out we have a, we have a, we have a hand up, so let's try to get them in. We with ten minutes left. Okay. This is area code six one nine. We're going to bring you in. Please just say who you are, and uh, where you're from, and then uh, ask your question. Hi, this yep. is Roberta from San Diego, California. Hi, Roberta. How are you doing? Great. How are you? Pretty good. I I just wanted to ask a quick question about the. Um, throat breathing, if I could. I know it's a little bit off topic. Oh, not really. Uh, uh, there's, um, the only thing about throat breathing, and that's why I was referring the code to, uh, oh, mine is everywhere. Take a geometry takes you to all sorts of planes, and it's sometimes difficult to come back. When um, what, the, the third eye book that's available on the site, the reason why I recommend that is because this throat breathing thing is really something that can't be even explained over the phone because it would be like either we have to be right next to each other and I can show you, and maybe that's what I'll do is I'll do a video and try to at least capture it on that. But what you're really doing is there's like a way you can breathe into your nasal passage where the breath goes right into the throat and it makes the throat vibrate. Now, this vibration is not very strong at first. It's like you barely can even feel it. It kind of sounds like you're doing that, you know, when people do that sometimes. It sounds like you're doing that, but it's a lot more lighter. That is what throat breathing really is, and then it shoots, it goes through some type of tunnel that pushes into the pineal area, and it basically causes the pineal to surge with this particular type of energy, and that surge causes it to develop and to come out of its uh, raisin-like shape into, you know, like, full bloom. I, I believe that this is personally kept in something of what I call the nest of the brain and is more like an egg that is timed to crack itself at a certain point. And, um, okay. But it's also been known that some people have explored in, in, in doing that prematurely or opening up early. Yeah, I think it happened to me previously, but I'm not exactly sure how to get back to the technique because I wasn't intentionally trying to do it that way. Right. That that definitely happens, in, and sometimes it opens and closes back up. The, the What I've noticed is the main ability of the third eye is that there's all sorts of, from how, when the first eye first, the third eye first starts becoming active, you see a lot of shapes, 
you see the actual shape to frequencies as it's shown on the art of sound where they're playing the, the, um, the frequencies against the shalandi plate that's basically just sand on there and the frequencies hitting the board. It starts to make shape. It's interesting because when your third eye is open, that's exactly what you see. And there's a lot of other things that you start seeing depending upon how this thing is focusing. So the third eye is not just perceptive of one particular dimension. It seems to be perceptive of anything that it's focusing in and out of, for better lack of words. And that focusing is determined by how many chakras are open on the particular individual. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't have any uh, crystals yet, and I, I've read that on the site. But I just wanted to find out because I've been reading the um, the book on the opening the third eye book that you have posted. I'm just not able to. I mean, be, I mean because this is no longer time. Because of, you know, this is just a different time, and that's why what I'll say in one moment maybe uh, is allowed at that moment. But then what I may say in another is something totally deeper. Um, it's important for people to research. I'm going to put the book on the site. It's about this pineal gland stimulation with the north pole of a bar magnet, and they called the they called it the pineal gland stimulation device. And there was some research that an individual was doing on this, and they stopped recording their research apparently because they ran into uh, a very paranormal situation. But it was occurring stronger and stronger. And so basically, it started as him first seeing uh, the other layer of the dimension that is layered on top of this one, but it's just like Earth, when a guy walked right in and walked through a door that wasn't actually in the room, and he was able to see in something like a shadow. The next day, in using the device, the, the same individual walked through the door again, uh, or and walked through another area, but was more solid. And then finally, the, the third day, he said that he actually saw another plane in itself that existed up a park, but in, in, a, in a tree. And it obviously was exactly where he was but in another space and time, and there was a guy sitting at the tree with his with his girlfriend. These most of the time when I when I read any any of these individuals that I'm taking information from have no reason to tell any stories. And in fact, any, any stories as far as lies and things of this nature, because this, this gentleman in particular stopped doing his research right after that. He didn't record anything else. He said that it was just a little too paranormal for him. And these are just your average scientists and things like that that are at home and playing around with stuff. And I have some, uh, even some uh, posts that um, I had ended up getting into this Masonic blog one time, and this gentleman was building this device that was operating in itself at a certain level of hertz. And he had coiled this device so many times with pure copper, and, and, but they were all still separate. It was, you understand that there's men out there that can fabricate and do things, and that's why it's all time for everyone to come really together about something that we all must deal with. And that's some of the corporeal uh, forces and uncorporeal forces that are deciding to stop and continue to make worse what's going on here on Earth already. Yes, that's true. That's true. It's time. I'm ready mm -hmm. to uh, do as much as possible. I mean, I'm going to continue to read, and I just want to thank you for posting the information because it's been it's been a uh, really, really, really positive thing for me. Well, now, now that you also reminded me, I wanted to thank everyone in the resistance for responding to the call today about helping and assisting us here with what we need to get done. And, you know, it was just phenomenal. Like, even today, we got so much response. 
come from that. It's enough to keep things, you know, going the way that they are and, and, and going to the level because it doesn't take much. And it's just so everyone knows the, the more that we're capable of doing, you know, and on this dimension, unfortunately, money is fuel. If I take this in, information that I have and I use it to get money, I'll doom myself. I can easily take a tesseract and bring unlimited money into this dimension. Mm-hmm. But those that have done that, I'm smart enough to take the example of what happened to them. They yeah. bury themselves with desires. Yeah. Like I said, you're so dark into the cube, you can't see out of the cube anymore. It becomes, it, it, it's really no way out of the cube once you get, it's gravity, so once you get to a certain part, it doesn't stand, a cube stands on its points. That's the other thing. People look at the cube as a square, but uh, the cube, the geometric cube stands on its point. And in that, if you hit that bottom point that they like to call zero gravity, there's no way of getting out of there. These individuals that have been coming forward, because there's been some very, very paranormal regimes, like the, the Nazi movement and the, and the Nazi party and the Theosophical Society and how they connected things together. These individuals have taken a lot of, uh, a lot of the information of, of different places like Egypt and like Tibet and things like that and finally put the story together. So we can't live in a moment now where we're denying that this has actually happened. We have to understand that the main thing that we're attempting to do here, some people may say, well, Seven, what is the, the objective? You know, you're going to destroy Lucifer and things like this, but what is the real objective here? And the thing is, is that it's of the most importance that their energy supply is cut off. They are traveling here on an energy supply being given to them by human essence. The sun is plasmic. It's pure plasma. They cannot assimilate it. They cannot take it into their bodies. That's why the myth of the vampire is that he cannot stand in the sun. What what this is about is is that so corporeal bodies have been created to dilute. I'm, I'm getting some feedback here, but corporeal bodies have been created to dilute the plasma in order so that they can assimilate it because in because what people do to their bodies every day and what we breathe etc the, the the plasma which is also called blood is contaminated but that's exactly how they can they can take it and with and with that but they do it from essence a level of essence it's not like you got blood suckers even though there's a bunch of them going to the blood bank believe it but there is another way that these beings also know how to transfer energy, which is through some of the sacred, sacred geometry or unsacred geometry, as I call it, mm-hmm. and also allowing people to believe and worship in them, thus giving their beings the strength to come out of the lower level that they've been cast into. There's been a lot of situations going on here on Earth where other beings have come to personally deal with. It, it's almost like it's like watching one of those, um, you know, Jack, Japan does a really good job at this. They show you animation about these 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 characters. Some are good and some are evil, and they cross. They follow each other through time, warring with each other to increase each other's strength. Yeah. Well, we got we have we have um we have one one minute left, so okay, I don't well, I don't want you to get cut off. Um, uh, I'm gonna sister, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute your mic. Thanks thanks so much for calling with your question. We're gonna close out now. Okay. Okay. No and I, I definitely want to. I definitely want to finish that statement. So does Nelson. Yes. They, these, they the higher beings do also pursue certain beings that they know that when coming into a system that they, the beings there that can't handle them, meaning that humans can't handle some of these beings that are out here. So other beings have been sent here to deal with them, and that's what this is all about. But keep understanding the knowledge. Keep understanding the geometry. Keep reading and understanding, and keep doing your applications and your your your. Uh, your application is high. It has to be high. 
with your MMS and, and cleaning up your water and staying persistent and staying awake. Do not go back to sleep. All right, and we're closing out. Wholeness. Wholeness and balance vibration.